you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> Hi, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? I, I didn't do much. I had a really long, busy week at work. And mm-hmm. so... I just didn't really have the desire to do much this weekend, so I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was pretty much the same. Friday, I went to um, a comedy show. Saturday, I got my taxes done. But other than that, I caught up on TV and binged a couple shows, and that was pretty much it. I really um, chilled for the most part this weekend because um, I just wanted to be in the house. Like I didn't have anything to do, and I was fine with that. So, and it's been a pretty cold January. It ha- my skin is acting a whole fool. Like, got a moisturize. I have been. I even got new lotions and stuff. But try mm. almond oil. Have you tried almond oil? Mm-hmm. That's still not working for you. It was okay, but I mm, my skin just because I've been cooperate. using that lately, and that's been helping me mm-hmm. and helping my eczema. But anyway. Um, <laughs> That's funny because I'm kind of behind on TV, so now I'm trying to figure out what was I watching this weekend that <laughs> I have not seen anything that came on this week. Uh-uh. Hmm. Okay, well, what I don't was, remember. What's happening in media? Well, I just read that 21 Savage yeah. got detained. I didn't know he wasn't from here. No one did. That's the Supposedly. Big. So everyone started making like memes and stuff already because no one knew that he's always said he's from Atlanta. But alleged, well apparently, because it's not allegedly, they got his records. Right. Apparently, uh, he came here in 05 um, and lived in Atlanta and he came on a visa which expired after one year and he never got it and he never got and it and I don't understand why he didn't get it I don't know I don't know why he didn't handle that yeah cause I was like talking about it with my friends cause he has 10 siblings well he had one passed away he has 10 siblings so I'm like the only thing I could think of is like maybe getting a visa for a big family like that is expensive for everybody that's the only thing I could think of to, for a reason that it would lapse but that man, he didn't have felonies and everything. I'm like, and y'all just realizing this issue now? That's kind of weird, though. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, because what? even if he was still here on a visa, if he had a felony, that's grounds to go be sent back. So how did he go through? He had multiple felonies in this whole time. <laughs> y'all just let him chill here. But now he's detained. Right. Now he's detained. Yeah. So, um... I mean, hopefully, I mean, he has money, so he, I'm sure he'll he get a really good lawyer. and they'll figure it out, but, and maybe um, he can get a, because he, for work purposes, he maybe, but then you have to, like, go back and forth, like, he couldn't stay for right, some period of time, so right. I don't know. I don't know. But I, my I, friend that's a lawyer said he may not be able to ever perform here again, mm. which, that'll be interesting, so. But I was like, okay. Yeah. So um, we'll see how that pans out. So, Takashi 69 has um, pled guilty to nine federal counts, mm-hmm. including racketeering, drugs, and guns. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, um, well, this is alleged, but since he's pleading guilty, it's more than likely that he cut a deal. Well, yeah, that's saying, what they said. He started you know, talking. He was 
and sketch some information, <laughs> mm-hmm. and so that he'll have jail time, but it may not be as much as he may not be him. life like it was mm-hmm. was before. But he mm-hmm. certainly probably will still be in jail for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and apparently, right now he's like, you know, paying for protection for his family. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of oof. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> a lot going on for rappers right now. Don't pay. <laughs> certainly don't pay. <laughs> and unfortunately, um, Jesse, I always say this last name wrong. Jesse Smollett? Smollett. I always mm-hmm. say the last name wrong. He was hospitalized after being attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and the weird thing about it, I felt, was it was a lot of celebrity support mm-hmm. and a lot of yeah. like people like oh that's crazy but then it kind of turned into like is he lying yeah i it was like initially it was all support and then right I and then it like turned it. and i don't want to but i don't know he said he's gonna talk about him well he performed last yeah, night yeah he did perform and he spoke about it mm-hmm. and he corrected some of what the news has been saying like they didn't break his ribs it was just a bruise that he did in fact fight back and it was something else that he um corrected but um physically he said he's fine he's been cleared by his doctors and everything um and so i mean the investigation is still you know underway and everything like that and he's in la now so I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know. I just never like to think someone's lying about stuff I like know. that. And I I don't feel like I had read enough to make me think he's lying. And people like they so, they running with cuz in his little his speech cuz he like did like a speech in the middle of his performance and he jokingly said that he's the gay um yeah I read that. and all the headlines around like, like if you watch it he was clearly like joking but all the run headlines are like using that and then people are like okay that's why we know he lying because of that and it's like he was joking y'all but, but even if he said that what does that mean right that how too because some people joke to, to cope like but how does that connect to he's lying because he saves the gates look <laughs> right i i, I think I don't know. <laughs> I just think that's a lot. Yeah. I just think that's a lot. I do. I'm, I'm glad he's okay. Same. And um, I do hope that they, because they said they had two suspects. So I hope that, because, I mean, the fact of the matter is that he somehow did get beat up. So I hope that it all does get resolved and that, you know, they get the proper punishments um, upon them and everything is good from there. Because they said before this he had been getting um, like death threats to the station and stuff like that. So um, I hope he does now get protection because they had suggested that he get protection before and he turned it down. So I think you should now for real. Yeah. So I hope everything is good from now on. So the Super Bowl is on tonight. Girl, I didn't even know what time the itch started until like a couple hours ago. Oh, I don't know what time it started. It's the it started at six thirty. Okay. So I feel like we in a. I think there's a decent amount of people who are still with mm-hmm. Kaepernick, mm-hmm. and I will continue to be with him. Mm-hmm. I don't even. I don't even plan on like engaging with that at all. Like I don't care about the halftime performance. I don't care. The only part I would, I'll probably see a clip of it online though. But apparently they're gonna perform a SpongeBob song. That's the only clip I want to see from the halftime performance. But I'm sure somebody will post it online. 
<laughs> so I don't even got to turn on Probably. my TV to see that. So Probably. Yeah. No. I still. I didn't even know who was playing in it. I knew the Patriots, but I didn't know who else. Is it like the Rams? Yes, I, I, I found that. that out too. Who do the Rams belong to? Tell you how much I know. I don't even know who the Rams belong to. <laughs> Are the Rams, like, not a good team? Because I've literally I never know. heard of them. That's, like, rhetorical questions. I know you don't know. I'm just, like, I've never heard of them. Where are Rams? I feel like... When I was watching football, I was a Ravens fan. There, I knew it was L.A. Yeah, Los Angeles Rams. I didn't know L.A. had a football team. Is that new? <laughs> no, it's not. So they must really suck, typically. I've never heard of them doing well, but... Here we are. <laughs> Against the Patriots. Yeah. Some say the cheating Patriots. Right. So. Well. Oh, they weren't always in LA. They were in St. Louis. That's right. They moved from St. Louis to LA in oh. 2016. Okay, so it's new. Yeah. Well, they used to be in LA, new. then they left LA, and now they're back in LA. But they left LA like 20 some odd years ago. All right. Well. <laughs> but I didn't even know who was in it until today. I'm just like. Whatever. I stand with Kappa. <laughs> and I feel like tomorrow we're... I feel like people are like, oh, did you see the game? And I'm going to be excited to make some of my coworkers uncomfortable when I say, no, I didn't watch the game. I don't participate in NFL activities. I stand with Kappa. <laughs> and I expect a few of them will be like, oh, uh, oh, okay. Like, they won't know what to say. <laughs> we talk about football enough in the office for my coworkers to already know, like, I don't really be watching it. Like, because they come in the office and, of course, talk about the Ravens, most of them. And I'd be like, I didn't see it. I have no clue. <laughs> so they all pretty much know. I think my office talks more about college football than actual mm. the NFL, to mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, when Clemson was playing, it was such a big deal in my office. Uh, yeah. So it, it's not too much about the NFL, more about college football, which I don't participate in that either. <laughs> so, right. mm. And I think part of it is because we are a team in college wasn't the best. I don't, I don't even think if they were, I would care. Mm-hmm. I think I would have went to more games and stuff like that if they were better. The benches are uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I feel like the only way I would root for the team is like, if we went to one of those big schools. I mean, mm-hmm. even if our football team was good, we still went to a very, we went to a small college. I think yeah. if we went to some big university, mm-hmm. you know, University, then I maybe would feel more spirit because they literally are in like football, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's all I really have, unless you have anything. Um, and like I said, I'm behind on TV, but please share anything you want to share. Mm-hmm. I do know that Lisa Catherine survived her surgery. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. she did. I read that in the article, yeah. And the only other thing is, you know, married at first sight, so it's four couples. Um, this year mm-hmm. and on Twitter they was trashing this one guy in their couple because um, he said that he doesn't yes he's one of the black ones oh. uh, the black ones always get trashed the worst on Twitter like the couple um, from was it no two seasons ago the black couple well he was trash though I gotta admit I trashed him <laughs> I mean some of the stuff he was saying the mm-hmm. way he would it was too much mm-hmm. but uh, and then I was fair I trashed both of them Right. I would light Sydney's inbox up. I was annoyed thoroughly <laughs> with both of them. Right. So it was equal. So um, he got trashed because he said that he doesn't know how to cook. 
Um, and he's also not the breadwinner. So people were irritated that he asked for her to cook and that she makes more. Does um, he have a he, job? Yeah, he does have a job. He's, um, I want to say a nurse. So he works like 10 hour shifts, four days a week. And then when he's not there, he's in school because he wants to become a doctor. Okay. So he is um, always busy, but both of them came from still living with their families. He lived with his grandma and she lived with her parents. And now, you know, they got a place together. So I'm like, I think they're just both going through a very big, like, transitional pe- um, period. Neither one have never ever lived outside of their homes. And now they're living with two people, like, with each other that they didn't know two weeks ago. And so he said that he was willing to learn. But I think everybody ran with the... He can't cook and he wanted her to cook. Yep. Yep. And her Can she the- cook? Mm-hmm. And she said she was fine with cooking. Especially because he works 10-hour shifts. And when he's not at work, he'd be in school. So she said she was fine with it. So t- to me, it was to be more of a I don't know how, you know how type of situation. That too, yeah. That's how my first reaction was like, wasn't it more of he doesn't know how and he mm-hmm. know and he knows she knows how. Right. Yeah. That's so everybody even it. like everybody ignored the fact that she was completely fine with their arrangement and started just bashing him and trashing him. I'm like, well, and he should young- cook. They want him to cook. They think that he should know how to cook and all that stuff. I'm like, half of y'all don't even watch the show. Like, y'all don't know what y'all talking about. And y'all didn't even hear that she said she was fine with it. There's plenty of people who don't know how to cook. That's not a natural thing. I mean, that's not a natural thing for everyone. Right. Especially didn't have to be. And I think it's one thing if... I think they're trying to make it a gender thing. Mm -hmm. And for them, it's not like that. I mean, because the thing is, it's like... If I married someone and he didn't really cook and I cooked and I was the cooker, that wouldn't bother me. I like to cook. Right. Right. So, and it's not because I'm a woman. I enjoy cooking. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. The days that I don't feel like cooking, I won't cook. Right. He'll deal with it Mm -hmm. or he's taking it to dinner. Like, Mm -hmm. right. But I like to cook. And he even, like, on the show, he was trying to put in effort. So, like, he did all the dishes. He sat the table and, like, put all these candles out because he was trying to make it, like, romantic and nice for them since she was cooking. So I'm like, it's not like he's, like, not helping at all. But, you know, Twitter just wanted to run with it. Meanwhile, they Twitter paid no attention to the other black couple where the woman, she makes way more than her husband as well. But she wants him to pay 80% of the bills. And he, I saw a clip of that, and I was like, oh, I got to get back on that show. Yeah. Completely unrealistic. I right. mean, this is why you were single, sis. I mean, come on. I don't care. I'll say that. Right. And that so, is completely unrealistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the dumbest. I mean, that is completely just foolish. Right. I agree. Because I agree. unless, um, and if he was supposed to pay 80% of the bills, mm-hmm. that means... You're living off of his check, which means you don't get to complain about how you're living or where you're living then. That's, that's what I'm going to... That's how I'll say it. Right. If you real feel like he need to pay 80%, mm-hmm. then if y'all in some shack, mm-hmm. you deal with it. Right. And two, you shouldn't even feel comfortable saying that. I mean, I know. that is why you're on this show. <laughs> and that's so, partly why you're on this show. <laughs> he, he said he... Like, from the get-go, he said he was not comfortable with that. So they just said that they would keep having conversations about it. He talked her down to him paying 60%. She was. What does she say as the reason why? She believes that the man should take care of the woman and that she he should pay for everything and be the main provider. And her money goes where? That's what my question is because she just racked up shorty. Like, I don't understand. Does her that. money go in that travel account? <laughs> right, I don't. Does her money go in that savings account? I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. So. 
he talked her down to 60, but even at that point, you know how, like, the um, psychologist busy or whatever. So they brought it up, the psychologist, and he was like, you don't, you don't think that makes sense, right? He was like, it really should be 60, your way, 40, his way, because you made more. She's, he's like, you're an assistant director, like, why would you think this way? And then he jokingly was like, what if I said you need to be in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant? She'd be like, I'm fine with that. He was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> like, he didn't have, like, a rebuttal because he's like, I was trying to say that to prove a point, And you was like, oh, I'm fine with that. So, I don't Did she want to be a housewife or something? No. She said she likes working, but she was just, she said she was raised in a very traditional household where her mother was a housewife. But it's like, you, and this is what the psychologist told them. He's like, you're trying to recreate something that does not exist for you. Because you do work. You have a good paying job. So it's, that's not your even, your current situation. Y'all even had kids. Like, you don't know how it was for your parents before they had kids. So he's like, you're trying to recreate something that that's not your relationship. And it might not ever be your relationship. So she seemed maybe open to changing the 50-50. But she was just... She at the beginning she was dead set on that eighty twenty, and I was just like sheesh, and I'm like, but don't nobody got no trash to talk about her for saying that, but you know. Well, unfortunately, sometimes you know it's not equal where we would call her trash. Right. Everyone's not like that. I look. It's different since they're married at first sight because these are obviously questions you te- you have before you get married, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I just think in today's times. Mm-hmm. That is really unrealistic to me. <laughs> I agree. Unless your partner was wealthy. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, that just seems unrealistic. I agree. And personally, me, like, let's say I had a guy who wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, for me, like, Financially, I can never be reliant on my partner. That for me does not feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. So, like, if he was paying eighty percent of the bills, then my thought is, and I guess I'm paying for vacations and groceries because it's like I I can't you can't pay for everything, and I feel I feel like I need to go do something towards something. I, I feel like I gotta meet you meet you halfway. Mm-hmm. This is our livelihood, and I and I also just don't think it's fair that the weight of both of y'all finance, both of y'all bills rest on him. Rest on one partner. Yeah. Unless he's in a space where they can really afford it, and he right. was not, and that was clear. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because he was like, I can't do like eighty percent unless you like don't want us to live here. Like it's just not possible. Which, right. For to me, he was being completely realistic, and she was just set on That's her why traditional she's on the show. <laughs> But then he was like, so you going to cook every day? And he was like, she was like, I'll cook sometimes. No, <laughs> no. Because the thing is, is if you want a traditional. She want like mixed traditional. You can't do that. You have to be realistic with mm-hmm. that. Because I feel like I'm I'm mixed traditional. Right. There's certain elements where I'm more traditional. There are elements where I'm more modern. And financially, I'm more modern. I won't. I don't feel like the guys have to pay for everything. I, mm-hmm. I don't feel that way. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. And, and I also don't feel like. As the woman, I'm supposed to be washing all the clothes and clean up the house. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, I'm I, I'm clear. You can't have it both ways, though. Exactly. So, we'll see how uh, they progress. I don't really have much to say about the other. Oh, well, one of the white couples, I think, did I say this last week? They kissed and the guy said he felt dead inside and he was disgusted. No, that's a lie. Their first kiss. 
Why did, that's a lot though. That's really being extra. How do you feel dead inside? That's what the um, psychologist said to him. He was like, that's abusive language. Like, you should never say that to anyone. He's like, I can understand if you kiss her and you don't feel a connection or whatever, and that's fine. But to say that you feel repulsed and feel dead inside that's after kissing somebody, he's like, that's too much. Like, that's not even realistic. That's something like, I feel like I'm stuck. And she was like, if we weren't married, she would have like left. If I feel like, I feel like I would be, the, I feel like as a therapist, I'd be like, bull, stop it. I feel like <laughs> I would have to be like, stop it. Right. You didn't feel anything. You didn't feel sparks. Fine. Mm-hmm. You don't feel dead inside. <laughs> stop it. I'm sorry. That's malarkey. Their issue is that he is not attracted to her, but she is very much attracted to him. Woo! You know, see, that's the part of Married at First Sight mm-hmm. that I feel like I would chicken out. And that's, he went and he was like, maybe I wasn't as honest with the doctors as I should have been about my preferences. Well, then that's dumb because now you didn't got her caught up in something. Right. If you're going to do it, you got to be honest. What does, what does he looking for? Well, he, when he, they went back to like his interview, they showed a clip and basically he's dated people of like all kinds of ethnicities. Mm-hmm. Um, he's dated a bunch of mi- different mixed women, like mixed with all kinds of different things. So I think he doesn't typically date white women, even like, even though he's white, I don't think he usually dates white women. And so I think that's part of it. He met. <laughs> I don't know. But he's possibly he, upset as a white man that he's married <laughs> to a white woman. I think he's just used to people from different ethnic backgrounds based on what he said. Okay. But even like the couple where the um, guy, he's still in school, he said he asked for a taller girl with a big butt. And he got this little petite girl. But he's like, I'm very much, you know, attracted to her. She's. Not necessarily what I said my preference was, but that don't mean I'm not attracted to her anyway. You know what I mean? Well, I guess it depends on how, how married people are their preferences. Because right. I, I feel like I have some preferences, mm-hmm. but like to me, if I find you attractive, you're attractive. If right. I've dated, they don't look nothing alike, mm-hmm. and I'm still, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I've also never been a person that was that hard on preferences either. Right. right. So maybe I'm just different. I've never I had like... I like this, 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 you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you know, don't be missing teeth. I do like taller guys. I'll say <laughs> mm-hmm. that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like a little facial hair, but I feel like it's like nothing, you know what I mean? Like, you're like, not going to be upset if he don't have facial hair. Like, no, you're going to be okay. <laughs> I'll be fine, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. If he's not taller than me, he's my height, and that's fine. <laughs> if he's shorter than you. I've never dated anyone shorter than me. I gotta be honest, I don't think I ever would, but... Mm-hmm. But if they match you with somebody shorter than you, you're not gonna have a hissy fit and say you dead inside. No, but I probably would be like, oh my god, my husband's short. <laughs> I would say that. <laughs> you gotta get it out. You gotta be honest. <laughs> right, right. So He's short. I don't mm-hmm. like it. <laughs> uh, so, I, I guess they'll figure it out eventually, because they're the one couple that, like, they're having a struggle, because he, like, he just doesn't want to be affectionate or anything with her because he's not attracted to her. So we'll see how that one progresses. And then the last one, yeah, I don't really care for them, but they find like they do right. Other. Yeah, I just don't really like their. I don't like the guy's personality, but they dealing. So our question of the week was: Would you rather marry someone of a different race or marry someone of a different religion? Um, Tuli 2 said different race. It's me, Tierra's 
four said different race. Um, inside out love experience said different race. Religion plays a big part in the foundation of our marriage. Right, um, right. Dream of Drika said different race. Right. Baltimore's Obama said marry someone of a different race. I'm right. a firm believer that sprinters and marathoners can get along. I didn't quite get it. Because they're races. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> um, and all that jazz said different race. Um, Z Street Mom said it doesn't matter either way as long as he is a decent human being. Religion or race is just a product of social construction. We cut ourselves, we bleed the same red blood. Teddy Renee said religion. Um, Lala Perez said different race because race doesn't influence anything. And honestly, who cares? But religion could be very hard when a relationship flourishes to marriage and children. Regardless of either love is love, neither would matter to me if I found love in them. Headshot 1906 said different race. Joyful Locks said race. Jessica Simon said race. All Queened Up said different race. And Africa Wilkins said religion. So, Shanae, what's your answer? It'd be race. My beliefs are important to me. And mm-hmm. I couldn't, um, I couldn't, um, I couldn't marry someone if we had different belief systems, because mm-hmm. I just feel like it would cause conflict, mm-hmm. especially because I want children one day. Mm-hmm. For the simple fact of children, it'd be one thing if I didn't want kids, then I probably could maybe, probably not, but I could be more <laughs> open to it. Right. But I know I want children, and mm-hmm. so for that reason, it's like, nah, I'd rather, you know, be Hispanic or something <laughs> else, and we, we still love the same Lord. <laughs> right. Honestly. Right. Um... For me, it depends, but for the sake of, like, you know, one or the other, like, we tell everyone the answers, I'm going to go with different race. I'm surprised at you. That I didn't pick different religion? Mm-hmm. I know, I'm dead set on marrying a black man. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I, that's why I said I wanted to say it depends, but since I had... I expected the other answer because you really want to marry a black man. I, I feel really like did. I would like to marry a black man, but I mean... <laughs> I mean, if Paul is legit, different races like mixed, right? <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Though, <laughs> let's but. be clear. You, if he's half black, does that satisfy your level of blackness for you? It still depends, but yes. How so? What, what's the depending? <sighs> is he that like? He gotta be for our people. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like. Like, he can't... I don't know. I need him to be black. You know. So, what, what, what are you saying? You know. I think I need him to identify as black. So, even, you know, there's a bunch of mixed people that still identify as black. I think that's what you I'm saying. You need say. uh, Tia and not a Tamara. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> <laughs> that was accurate. Right? That was accurate. That was pretty good. That was... <laughs> Yeah, basically. That's what you're looking for. Exactly. Yeah. Cause like <laughs> I think they they both acknowledge they have a, a white father. So I'm yeah. like, they both do that. Yeah. But I feel like one I don't think she would have ever dated a white guy. I no, I don't. Yeah. I don't believe Tia would have. So but I mean they're different. And yeah, need me a Tia, basically. Not a Tamara. Not a Tamara. I mean, Tamara could have been I, right, but 
Could have. It, it's just a sense of it's like how they chose their partners. That's yeah. why I said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I made that yeah. statement. Yeah. But that's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. Because the only reason it was hard for me, because like, if someone is like, is I need them to recognize God, period. For sure. Now, I think it, like, because you're right, kids do, you know, I want them to be raised a certain way. So I think it comes down to, like, their other practices. Because even within Christianity, there are a bunch of different practices. For sure. And I don't, and I, like, for me, I, I don't, I don't live my life about all of them. Right. I'm not, you know, there's certain Christians or just believers of God. We'll say Christians in this case, or even, like, really connect to the denominations like I don't I don't, right. I think all that is not necessary exactly so it's a, I do think when it comes down to traditions mm-hmm. it can be conflicting right and that's why I'm like for me I just need them to recognize God right and then we gotta talk about the specifics right. <laughs> like we gotta work for through sure. that cause I know some people that love the Lord and we would not <laughs> because their practices are just so and their beliefs are just so different from mine that it just still wouldn't work. So that's why I said originally I was like, it depends, but if I had to choose one, I'm gonna choose a T. <laughs> so here's another question. <laughs> just really quickly, we'll get to the topic. Is it more like you don't want him to have Caucasian in him? Like what if he was Hispanic? No. Oh yeah. Latino man, that's fine. I still need him to be down. Like, I need him to be a black Latino man. You need him to identify as Afro-Latino. Yes. But if he don't. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see. You want, like, a dark-skinned Dominican. That's Afro- fine. Afro- That's fine. Where they, you slightly don't even know he's Dominican. That's fine. Where someone who may not know that Dominicans come in different shades. Right. It, yeah. Ignorant. Right? right. Ignorant. That's because some people don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I need someone that identifies as black. We I would prefer. Right. I'm going to say it that way. So do you know. Like, don't cuss me out in five years if I'm with somebody. With Paul. Right. <laughs> she married Paul and <laughs> Tamara. <laughs> I love Paul, <laughs> and he really understands. I mean, we talk a lot, right? So yeah, but <laughs> what? If, what if, <laughs> you want them to identify as black? Yes. Well, you know, there's yeah. there's some white folk who do that. What? We not talking about? <laughs> no, we not talking about like no trans black people. No. Okay. <laughs> I just want to be clear. <laughs> black. Like, actual black. You know what? Where the good black men at? Because Sydney trying to marry a black man. <laughs> and I'm just trying to marry a man who believes in the Lord <laughs> and have the other qualities I look for. No, I would like to marry a black man, too. Yeah. I, I've never dated no summer, so I'm not even at the point where I'm like... I, <laughs> I'm not even that open. Right. I, it hasn't even... I, I keep saying I'm going to be, but it still just doesn't... A natural open for me. I know. Be like, sure. So this will feed into our topic, but I got on Bumble this week, and it's so many white guys. I told but, you. I know, but it do every like twenty swipes, it be a cute. Do you swipe? <laughs> well, his other stuff don't be matching us. So I be like, oh, okay. he was cute though. I'll give him that. I but challenge the rest you of it don't to swipe up. for a Caucasian man. All the other things and are aligned. Message him. 
all the well, I, if I swipe on them, I message all of them because I think that's the point of Bumble. So I don't match with anyone and not speak. That's weird. Oh well, <laughs> I would do that. Really? So what's the point of matching? You just they only attract you. They don't mean I want to talk to you. What? But that's the whole point of that. Because you have to talk first. They can't talk first. That is me, okay, Sydney. <laughs> okay? I'm just asking. Save your judgment. I'm not judging. Check I'm it. just asking. Put on the tallest shelf that you can't reach, okay? Put I'm it all the way up there. I'm not judging. Put it all the way up there. I'm not judging. I'm just asking. So you do it just because they're cute, but you don't want to. I mean, I'm on Bumble. And when I did do it, I don't want to talk first. So Bumble ain't for me. Gotcha. Plus, Bumble... Has has more Caucasian men. Yes, Lord. It's I told you where to go for more sheesh. black guys. Well, I've been there before and it was too much. Tinder was like, <laughs> like I had to, you know how you can have the setting so that you don't show up anymore for people to match with you? I had to do that because it was too intense. It was like too many conversations at once. How many people are you, I mean, they can only match if you swipe for them too, dear. Yeah, but you swipe for people that, you know, align with you. But I think that's the difference between Bumble and Tinder. Tinder is like just pictures and profile. Bumble is like all those little icons underneath it. So it's like pictures, um, your bio, all the icons, and then the other questions that you answer. It gives you a lot more information on the people. With Tinder, you literally swipe in just off of the bio and the face. Right. So I think that's why I ended up with too many conversations on Tinder. It was overwhelming. It was like, I can't talk to all y'all at once. What? You're you're a different gal because I feel like I don't feel around. You, everyone you talk to, so I don't understand. But to each his own. I mean, I just feel like everyone doesn't have to get a response. Well, if I match with you, why would I not respond? If you're on Tinder or something like that, there's so many swipes. Like, who's really gonna talk to them all? I don't know anyone who has that mindset. Of you mm-hmm. like, I swipe. So let me talk. It's like, no. <laughs> who's doing all that? That's you overwhelm yourself. <laughs> Be like the rest of us. You're not talk to everybody. Uh, I don't know. I guess I just see. I see that as that's the point. If you match, you speak, no. and like you speak, and you realize, okay, we never match, and you keep it pushing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Tinder was overwhelming. Bumble is underwhelming, and we'll go into our topic. So our topic for today is about mixed messages. So. One thing that happened to me um, this past week, as I mentioned that I got on Bumble and I'm only swiping for, I'm basically swiping if you have three things. If I'm attracted to you, if you um, have the icon for wanting a relationship and if you have the, um, one of the icons, because you can have either have and want more kids or just want some kids like one day. If you have one of those, those are the only three ways that I'm going to swipe for you. Mm-hmm. So I swiped for this guy because he had those three things. And matter of fact, let me find the screenshot real quick because <laughs> that that was so annoying. Um. Okay. So of course on Bumble you have to speak first. So I said, "Hey, how are you? You know, whatever, regular, regular." So he just was like, "Hey, what's up? I'm good. How are you?" And I was like, I'm doing well. What are you doing? He was leaving work early because of the snow, and I was like, "We've been sitting in work." With our power out for three hours, because that's what happened at my job on Friday. So he was like, dang. And then after that, yep. he says, yep. please tell me you don't take life too seriously and don't mind just hooking up. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's not what I'm looking for, and that's not what your profile says you're looking for either. And bloop, I got blocked. <laughs> after that, that was the end of the conversation. 
So this is my question. Okay. Why put that on your profile if that's not what you want? Because you can easily say that you're just looking for something casual. Like you can, because you get you get more options. And dudes, <clears throat> and I'm not going to say all, mm-hmm. but for those who do that, you trash, first of all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I think it's to get more. And that's weird to me because I was like talking to somebody else about it. And he was like, you come on Bumble, the app that's supposed to be for like women's choices and safety. And you get blocked after you disagree with people's choices and you lie to them. Like that's the opposite of what that app is for. You really think people are really taking that much thought when they get on a dating app? <sighs> I don't know. I Maybe. Mean, <laughs> Maybe they, I had too much faith in people's... Uh, <laughs> Bumble is a dating app, like right. Tinder, like Plenty of Fish, like all of them. Mm-hmm. They all have different qualities, but mm-hmm. if someone's on it, mm-hmm. especially as a, a man, mm-hmm. you're just on it. You're looking mm-hmm. for what you're looking for, period. Right, yeah, I get that, but just be honest about it. But I, I don't. <laughs> the thing is, is I think, I, I'm not, I don't condone this, but I right. think they're just trying to get a bigger, casting Ooh. a bigger net. Right. And I do think, and I said this to you because I have a philosophy about this. That I feel like sometimes I've come across it in conversation, people I know, etc., mm-hmm. of men who are wanting something more casual mm-hmm. and they want to just fuck around or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like when they meet a woman who has that same mindset, they're not like attracted to yeah. that. Like for some reason, a woman who's just as honest to say, that's all I want to do too, mm-hmm. somehow just don't sit right with them right but but mm-hmm. engaging with someone you know up front that they don't want what you that want they don't want what you want mm-hmm. somehow it's like it stimulates them it gives them and a little they, adrenaline i feel like it does because i feel like but i feel like wouldn't it also give them more rejections no because women and this is what i'm gonna say this to women mm-hmm. there are a lot of women who accept it whether they want or not, you and I both know that. Come on, come on, mm-hmm. come on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But women accept it. Mm-hmm. Let's be clear. To me, men will do anything for some vagina. I'm, I don't care what anyone says. And right. If, if women all came together and said, y'all have to act like this or we're not giving you any, mm-hmm. they would act like what we said. <laughs> the problem is, we women, we ain't together on that. I mm-hmm. wish we could get together on mm-hmm. that to elevate then, mm-hmm. but I just feel like it's because you gotta think you get women who you get tired of being single, you get tired of being lonely, and then and then if he's not all the way being honest at first, you guys think you're on the same page, and right. then something will happen when you realize you're not art, mm-hmm. you're not, and you're attached, or you don't want to lose it, and so mm-hmm. then you ride with it, mm-hmm. and then you roll with it mm-hmm. in a space there. You didn't necessarily want to be in. You still kind of feel uncomfortable in, but you like him, or you think he's attractive, or right. that's how. Right. But I just feel like sometimes for guys, and I and look, I'll never say all, but I've just seen that more and more. I'm like, why don't you like the woman who's just as honest and wants the same thing as you? It's like, right. do you purposely like to do that type of f shit? That's what I'm trying to figure. I wish he wouldn't have blocked me so I could ask him. Because <laughs> I'm just like, what was the point of that? And so soon, like, even if I did want that, like, I said that before too. I feel like four messages in, like, I feel like even if I was on a dating site and I was looking to hook up, right? I I still want a conversation. I mean, I am not a prostitute. (laughs) I'm just saying, even prostitutes sometimes like conversation. Like, no, they're getting paid. We don't have to have a conversation. Well, some of them still enjoy the conversation. Do do you know that for a fact? I I don't know any prostitutes. (laughs) Me either. Now, like, we talk about prostitutes. (laughs) 
I feel like if I'm a prostitute, I don't want to talk that's wasting my time for me to get possibly more guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if we got a transaction, you're paying me. <laughs> what am I talking to you for? Let's get to it. Give me my money. Mm-hmm. I have another client. <laughs> I just feel like that's how I would be if I was. I guess I'm thinking more of like. And these, I guess you wouldn't call them prostitutes, but I'm thinking like more of in a brothel where like they actually spend time with their person. But they're also, you you know what? I said saying. they probably not pro- called prostitutes. I, I said that before. Or escort. Or <laughs> yes. Escort. I think I'm thinking more of escorts. That's what it is. Yes. You're something else. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said they. You probably wouldn't call these people prostitutes. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I don't know why we're talking about prostitutes and escorts. That's what I'm saying. Moving on. Moving on. We don't know any. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't have nothing to say. I have no idea. That's why I'm like moving on. Right. Okay. So overall, our topic today is mixed messages. Why people send them? How we respond to them when we receive them? Like I know, for example, like um, what Shanae just said. I haven't always been as upfront. Like you. That ain't what you said. As I was in that situation to be like, well, um, and I think I was that like direct because it was four messages in and it was just like, whoa, like you gotta slow your roll, homie. And so I think that's why I could be so like, you could well, cut it off so yeah, I could be like, that's not what you said and that's not what I said. So why are you even saying, like, why are you approaching me like that? But if he didn't, if he approached you the correct way, and let's say two months in, you Ooh. realize. Mm-hmm. That you're not on the same page. Is right. it as easy for you mm-hmm. to make your boundary clear and say, you know what, we're gonna have to stop this now? I think it depends on how much like I'm into it, like how much of my emotions are involved. Let's say they're really involved. Oh, then I'm probably not good at it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I be holding on tight. I, if I if my emotions are involved, and this is something that I'm working on, but if my emotions are involved, I'm very much like. Okay, I know that we not on the same page, but for you're some, like rationalizing. Yeah, I do. I rat and shoot. That's when I be talking about this with my therapist. I rationalize it to make it make sense for me when it's like, girl, you that ain't what you wanted. Why mm-hmm. are you doing it? But I'm like, I make it make sense. Like, oh, I'm cool with this for now. When it's like, I wasn't cool with it, but I'm just saying that I am so that I can continue to be in whatever kind of situation that we're in. I mean, I get it. I've yeah. been there, mm-hmm. Lord. <laughs> I've been there right. um, for extended period of times when I didn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. I'm now at a place where I can be attached and still say no. Mm-hmm. I think I'm getting there. Um, but it takes time. Mm-hmm. And that's the honest truth. Right, right, right. It, it takes time. It does. Yeah, it, it takes time and it takes you like being okay with having to cut some people off that you feel like y'all could have been good together. Right. Um, but if right now at this time they not on the same page as you. You just got to keep it pushing because sure. at the end of the day, you only going to hurt yourself more. You're going to waste more of your time. So it's like, Facts. while that's a hard pill to swallow, you kind of got to keep it pushing. I agree. But I admit, I'm not always the best with it. Now, have there ever been a time where you sent mixed messages? Yes. <laughs> and why did you send mixed messages? Mm, I think one time, <laughs> oof. 
sounds so terrible, but being honest, mm-hmm. I think I was bored. So I was just like mm-hmm. letting it ride. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm not really that interested. And I did stop it because I was like, he's interested. Mm-hmm. And then I started to feel guilty. That's why I could never be like yeah. a savage because I actually do feel for people. Yeah. And I always go back to like, why well, would someone treat me like this? Mm-hmm. And so then I, I did end it because I was like, I don't want to take this further because like it was clear yeah and I just was not there and I, and I was never really going to be there but I was kind of bored and I was like why not and mm-hmm. it's like you can't do that to people you right. can't why not people right. it's not okay I think we talked about a situation like that with me on here it was like it was over a year ago but it was out some guy he was really interested in me and I just wasn't and so he, he I think he said something because I had already not I already knew I wasn't you know into it but he said something like, I'm really into you. And I was like, I can tell. <laughs> and I think at that point, it was like, okay, Sydney, it's time to be like, we ain't here. And it wasn't, in that case, it wasn't that we didn't want the same thing. I just wasn't there with him. I just. Right. And that happens sometimes. I tried. Because, you know, you feel bad when it's like, dang, like we want the same thing. But it's just a no chemistry whatsoever there. And so it's just like, I got to let you down easily. So, like, as soon as he said that, we had to have the conversation. Like, I don't think this is going to work for us. Um, And I think initially he was upset, but just had to nip that in the bud. Um, And then he, like, he blocked me. I don't know why. I'm getting blocked. (laughs) But he, he blocked me after that conversation. And I mean, it is what it is, but then he gets to, you know, continue on and find what he's looking for and someone that actually likes him and, you know, finds him attractive. Because I didn't. Oh, Lord. You have to keep... (laughs) We get it, I mean, good gosh. (laughs) We get it. I just... I wasn't there. And I felt bad. Because that's like... I was on the phone while I was swiping yesterday. And it was this guy on Bumble, and like he had the right, you know, he was looking for a relationship, one kids, one dad. And his bio was funny, and like I liked his bio. It referred to a movie that I love, um, Hardball. Mm-hmm. He was like, I can't trust you if you didn't cry, cry when G Baby died. And I was like, Oh, I love that movie. But he was not cute. And I was like, Darn it. Like, but okay, so I'm gonna say this, mm-hmm. and this is kind of a little bit off the mixed messages. You found him ugly? Yes. All right. No, no, no. That ended it. Because I was like, sometimes, because like for me, I don't know, it's like attraction, can, physical attraction can, can grow. grow. Yeah. But it's, I don't find you ugly though. It's mm-hmm. just like, I don't really feel nothing. Mm-hmm. And then from that, it can grow to me being physically attracted mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. But if you're like totally, if you find them like ugly or you find them unattractive, mm-hmm. then yeah, it's quite yeah. difficult to get to the attractive side. Yeah. But you didn't feel nothing. You felt mm-hmm. no. No. And I even like, I looked at all his pictures and like trying tried. to see if I tried. <laughs> and maybe from a different angle. You're so funny. <laughs> I really, I was literally on the phone like, darn it, it's so unfortunate. Because that's my movie. So it's like, you got that in your bio. Like, we here. But we not here. (laughs) So it's unfortunate. But I didn't want to be the person that is sending mixed messages and is kind of leading them on. Because I feel like like an undergrad. I used to lead people on because I just felt bad letting people down. It was almost like I was too nice to let them down. But that in turn is mean. Because you've been leading them on and I had to learn that. 
Because it would just be like, oh, I feel so bad. But you sometimes you just got to nip it in the butt. Or just be like, we friends. Like, reposition that energy. I don't see. That's when you and I disagree. Because I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes, unfortunately, I think it depends on how you met when you try to pull, like, let's, like Oh, agreed, agreed. One. You can't meet on, like, Bumble or Tinder and try to pull it. And then I think, too, I think sometimes I feel like, and I've said this before, even if you're okay with doing that, think about the other person. Like, right. if they really like you like that, maybe y'all can be friends later. But I just mm. think there needs to be some, like, decompressed time. Because I just oh, think. yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just think just being sensitive to them. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if if you felt like you were, quote, unquote, like, friend zoned by someone, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be up on them all the time and you like them? No. I would want to be. Right. just would feel, yeah, even right. if I was trying to be their friend. Crappy. yeah. You know? Yeah, that's true. But I think I had to get to the point of being able to let people down gingerly. Um, but, you know, I think it's just better to, you know, once they try to shoot their shot, you immediately be like, eh, not really there. Um, and just tell them sooner because it's like ripping a Band-Aid off, you know, just just let it off early because it's worse to send mixed messages. Because I know I've... I've sent mixed messages before and sometimes it was just because I didn't even know what I wanted. So, but the other person may have been very clear about what they wanted and it's like, well, I don't know and so I probably was sending mixed messages. Um, and sometimes I think it's just to, it's better to say that you don't know than to like kind of leave people in limbo. But it's like you can't, um, what's the, what am I looking for? It's, you can't, tell them that you want one thing if you're not sure that you want that because then that's again leaving them on and sending um mixed messages so how have you responded to a guy that sent mixed messages to you Mm, i feel like in the past Mm -hmm. i think in the past i would it would take me a long time to tell a person a guy that i'm seeing or was interested in how i felt Mm -hmm. Um, which was very weird for me because I was, I've always been a very honest person. So anyone who knows me as a friend or mm-hmm. colleague, whatever can say, well, she is always like super honest, but I was never that way mm-hmm. in a relationship, like romantic space. Right. I am now. Right. Um, so I feel like if I felt like I was receiving mixed messages, I feel like sometimes I will often talk myself out of it because mm-hmm. it's like, if I was receiving mixed messages, that means I have to address it and I don't mm-hmm. feel comfortable addressing it. Yeah. So it become more of a, no, he's just having an off day or like, we're just busy or it's not like, don't even go there. Don't mm-hmm. make it that way. And I've also dealt with someone who would get mixed messages and when I would get the courage to say something, they would make you feel stupid. Like, yes. you know what I mean? But yes. they literally were sending you mixed messages. Yes. Like hindsight. Today was like, I can look back and I'm saying, no, I wasn't, mm-hmm. I wasn't overreacting. Mm-hmm. You actually were sending me mis- mixed messages, right. but I wasn't in a space we had enough confidence to really be like, no, you're playing a game. I'm not doing this. Right. And so then I felt crazy. And then I even made me feel even more uncomfortable to speak out anytime I was feeling something that was either I was hurt or irritated or frustrated. And that put me in kind of a chokehold where like sending you exactly how I felt about my last relationship. Mm-hmm. But the person I was in a relationship did not know anything. Right. Because every time I would say something, mm-hmm. I was made to feel like I was being... I feel like I was gas, like he was gaslighting yeah. me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, making me feel crazy every time. Yeah, I was hurt by something he did mm-hmm. or something he said. He would make me, he would literally make me feel crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then I just like 
crushing our voice more and more. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. I hate even saying that out loud because I feel like, I promise you, like, I'm like, I'll never be that girl. And I totally was that girl. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because I was like. It's like you don't think you're going to be that girl until you, like, look around and you in it. And, I mean, after that, I that's why to this day I, ne- I would say never say never because I feel like that was a really, like, I look back at the person I was then the person I was then and I just like cringe a little that mm-hmm. she was so so insecure and so mm-hmm. just ugh, I don't <laughs> like it right but so yeah that was the past way mm-hmm. I feel like recently when I have dealt with that mm-hmm. I nixed it yeah I addressed it yeah did I still feel a little like anxiety before I'm like before I said it before I'm like okay I gotta talk to her. I, gotta <laughs> I did I did but I'm like no we're not gonna do we're going to say it right yeah. and the thing about it is I think a part of the whole like um what's the word I'm trying to say going to someone like I feel like you're sending me a mixed message or I want to clear this up or what are we or what are you you know what are we doing it's always nerve wracking because it's like you don't you like want to give the person benefit of the doubt because you want it to be clear Mm -hmm. and you want to be on the same page and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's not really the approach is really like now what are you going to do when you find out the truth right yeah yeah I feel like I've been in situations like that a couple of times and and like they would like similar with you kind of like put it off like oh that ain't happening or like I'm not doing that and it's like yeah, but you are, you are. right <laughs> yes you are or like so my um with my ex we dated for like dang near 11 months and I was like I think after like month six I'm like are we in a relationship like and I had kept pushing for a title and he kept saying oh I want to make it special I want to make it special I want to make it special to the point where I was like look like are we together or not? He's like, well, I was trying to make it special and you just took that away from me. I'm like, all right, so be together. Like, I'm saying that now. I pretty much determined it because he kept saying he was trying to make it special. But then after we broke up, he's like, we didn't even make it to a year. I'm like, bruh, it had been two years, but the first year you was trying to make it special and putting off us officially being together to the point of, like, when we were officially together, people, like, was didn't know because it was so much of that period of like in between of not knowing if we're together or not because I think even when I had the surprise party my parents were like who is this person and at that first time he had been around for over a year but it was so much of that period that I didn't know what we were doing because he kept wanting to make us become an official special I that was like such a weird conversation I had to like facilitate with your mom (laughs) Because it was confusing. <laughs> Trying not to say anything. Because I'm like, oh, I just feel like you really want to do something nice for her. I'm so tired. I, I was so, I was like. <laughs> but it was like, and that was not the first time I've been in a situation like that where I'm like, where we've been dating or such or whatever for like six months or so. And then it's like, what are we? And they like. Oh, you know, we are we are. And it's like, what, what is that? What Mm-mm. is that? Let me tell you something. I feel like I just had a... I just feel like I'm about to get anxiety. Let me tell you what she may not going to do ever again. I'm not going to ask a guy more than once, what are we? Mm-hmm. And if we've been dating to a point where I can feel comfortable to ask that, mm-hmm. it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have no answer or mm-hmm. you give me some bull BS, we're done. And I think sometimes guys think when you're asking that, 
your ass gonna be together and sometimes you are don't get me wrong but sometimes you just want clarity on what the situation is you're not necessarily asking to be in a relationship you just want clarity like are we working towards a relationship what the heck are we doing right now and i agree with that but i also feel like i mean look i'm getting irritated (laughs) that was good Y'all, I'm triggered. Y'all, just stop. <laughs> just stop. I'm not triggered. Um, I think that could be the case. Mm-hmm. But I also, look, I just also feel like you're at a certain age. I, I, I mean, the older we get, the more I get even more frustrated when a grown man mm-hmm. who is older than me than that mm-hmm. is pulling some, you know, we just, I mean, my dude. <laughs> No one's just chilling. Chilling mm-hmm. is like when you're 18. Mm-hmm. As an adult, mm-hmm. even if it's not your boyfriend or girlfriend, mm-hmm. you should be able to say we're dating. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't even want to chill <laughs> with any grown man who can't even say we're at least dating, mm-hmm. even if it's not exclusively. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. I don't want to be with a grown man who can't say we're dating. Right. That's childish. Yeah. Because my thing is, if we dating and we literally going out in public dating, what is the problem with saying that we're dating? Because Niggas look at us and it look like we dating anyways. Like we're dating, and like I don't want to date a guy who can't even say that. I mean that is dumb to me. I mean I turned twenty seven this month. Mm-hmm. I'm not just hanging out with a guy where you buy me di- like stop it. Because then I think it's the hard because then it's like when you are you know even like confiding in friends or something like that you can't even be like the guy I'm dating. It's just like. This guy I'm like dealing with. Like, what do you even say? Like, it shouldn't I, be look, that difficult. It's showing. Sure I must be 27. But that's why most of the time, even if they don't want to say that we dating, I just be like, this guy that I'm dating, and like I'll just say it, talk about it like that, because I'm not trying to be like, you know, this guy I'm like in a situation. Oh, I'm not that's saying like a word I won't even utter. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'll be like, we're dating. It may not be exclusive and it may not be serious, but I'll just be like, we're dating because it's not and, that deep. And to and, me. and and. Thank you. Because I agree. And I just feel like, like I said, I want to be 27. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit with my good girlfriend and say, yeah, we're, you know, I don't, I don't really know. I'm tw- I'm a grown woman, though. <laughs> like, we're not doing this. Right, right. We're dating or we're not. Now, mm-hmm. there's levels to dating, yes. Like, yeah. I got to be honest, guys. We're growing up. Retire the talking word. I'm sorry. Because I was just about Retire to- it. Literally, I was Retire thinking- talking <laughs> Retired situationship. We're entering our late twenties. We'll be thirty in three years. Oh my god! Stop! Stop! <laughs> I was thinking. Retiring. We will be thirty-five. Talking. Yeah, I'm talking to him. Stop it. You're was... dating. Now you're casually dating. You're exclusively dating. You're in a committed relationship. Those are the levels now. Let's elevate in 2019. It's casually dating, exclusive dating, in a relationship. That is it. There is no such thing as talking, and there is no such thing as a situationship, okay? So, you answered what I was about to say. Because I was, as I was saying that, I was thinking, how would I now use the term talking? Because to me, talking... It's only when you're literally just talking and have not started going on dates yet. But for me, I'm not doing that for too long. So it's like the talking stage for me can only last for a couple of weeks before we meet up and go on a date. And that's really based on, you know, schedules aligning or something like that. 
So is there a talking stage? Yes. But is it? But that it's deep? not. But it's but it's not a place where you go. You stay. Yeah, girl. I'm talking to this guy. No, <laughs> right. You at that point, you had two, three conversations. Mm-hmm. That's not even mentioned. Right. To me, it's like that's not even a phase to acknowledge. It's like after the first date that you're casually dating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. You're casually dating, and then it's exclusive dating, mm-hmm. and then it's relationship. I agree. That's the terminology we should be using. I agree. There's no situation ship. You're casually dating. Yeah. Because I think, and that's, I just think people are just so stop. scared of the dating when it's not, because I think people, they have a difficulty distinguishing dating between relationships, where it's like dating, you're not in a relationship. And to me, that's clear. Same. But I think people have a problem with saying that they're dating someone when it's not exclusive. Whereas for me, I can say if I'm dating two or three people at the same time, it you're won't still, ever probably be three for me, but I won't have a problem dating, with saying it's, that. You're dating. Part of dating and courting, whatever, is you getting to know someone. And yeah. it doesn't mean it has to be on a solo tip. Right. That means I could be dating Ricky <laughs> and John at the same time. Exactly. And then I realize I like John more. And now I'm exclusively dating John right. and Ricky are dating me more. You right. see what I'm saying? It's yeah. not that big of a deal. I just want everyone to grow up a little bit just <laughs> regarding the yeah. terminology. I agree. I think casual dating needs to be something that, you know, becomes more commonplace because talking is just stupid. Like, how long do we need to talk? You were talking for three months. You sound like an Been idiot. Been there, done that. You sound... I done talked to somebody for, like, dang near six months before. That is embarrassing. <laughs> I've done it, too. It's embarrassing. Now, granted, that was, like, an undergrad, but still. A more appropriate. <laughs> it was. But I'm just saying, we're in a realm of life now. Yeah. Cut that. Yeah. Cut that. Yeah. Like, seriously. Right. Because I think it's funny now with my parents. When I do say I'm dating someone, they be like, oh, I want to meet them. I'm like, uh, not, not that, that deep. Level. <laughs> not that deep. Not that level. <laughs> not that serious. You might see them around, but not that deep. <laughs> like, not that level. And so I think even like I have to educate my parents on why well, I had to because even my brother he was there to back me up. He's like, no, if it's just casual, you don't need to meet them. Like he had to help me explain that. But I think it's okay to just be like I'm casually dating. Like it shouldn't be a problem with that. And if it progresses, it progresses. Mm-hmm. And I also feel like I think the thing that I think mixed mixed messages comes from a place of when ultimately you're not honest and mm-hmm. clear with your intent. Mm-hmm. Because you can say an intent, but if you're lying, then it's not. So that's why I say right. you're being honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and and even with the mixed messages. In some areas for me, I'm still very black and white. I do have more gray in my life, but I, mm-hmm. I still part of me. I'm still very black and white. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if you have genuine feelings for someone, you're not sending them mixed messages. And that's just how I feel. I don't care what nobody say. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. Because if you actually care about the person as a person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You would want to be honest. Yeah. Even if it was hard for you, mm-hmm. you would want to be honest because mm-hmm. you genuinely just care about the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've, I've had a conversation like that with someone and they like, they wouldn't do what we did again because they don't want to like continue to send people mixed messages or continue to possibly hurt people because they understand like what they did was confusing. So it's like, I'm glad that you can realize that moving forward because it's like, that's all we be looking for, niggas. Like realize what you do and act accordingly um, and be honest about whatever you decide to do because we're not trying to be like, 
you need to be looking for a relationship. No, do whatever you want to do. I don't got no B. But I'm clear with what I want. So if you don't want that, move around. Like, keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. And just be okay with that and be honest about that. I think that's all most of us are looking for because... Especially if two people send mixed messages to each other, who child? Those are people who are talking for eight months. <laughs> Honestly. I'm just saying. <laughs> Honestly. It's just like, yeah. to me, it's like putting like stress on, to me, it's like putting stress and like extra in a situation where it doesn't have to be. Right. But I think also when people send mixed messages, maybe they're not comfortable with their truth. That's a fact. People, a lot of times, they're not comfortable with... They, they they want one thing, but they know they're not ready for it. And so, they they're they trying to rest in the area of unreadiness, but you can't. There is no resting in that area because it is unreadiness. So, it's like, eventually, they're going to be forced to deal with their crap, or they just going to have... They're going to keep dealing with issues because it'll just be a mixed message thing with whoever they continue to deal with. And the thing is, and if you're, to me, if you're not in a place where you're ready to deal, mm -hmm. then you need to be single. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. Don't get anybody else in your mess. Right. <clears throat> I agree. 2019 people, <laughs> let's put the mirror on ourselves mm -hmm. and acknowledge that, you know what, I got some stuff to figure out and I'm not ready to figure that out. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'm not going to get somebody else caught up in it because mm -hmm. I'm not ready to figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? That. I think yeah. it's to me, it's about once we talked about this on that boundaries episode, it's like extending it to see their point of view, the mm -hmm. person you're dealing with point of view. Right. Yeah. And I feel like people should do that more. Yes. I agree. Because, like, honesty is good. <laughs> And so, I think sometimes, for certain guys, I call them the good but secretly bad guys, mm -hmm. they rest in that, well, I was honest. But it's mm -hmm. like, yes, you were. But if your but it words can don't match up with your actions, that's right. confusing. But it can also extend and say, you know what, this, if you don't want to take heed to what I'm saying, mm -hmm. then I'm going to take heed and say, we're not going to do this because we right. don't want the same things. You know what right. I mean? I'm saying, yeah. like, you can extend it beyond that mm -hmm. and really do what's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Just having like I guess like a higher sense of integrity and doing what's right and knowing like look, I can't. This this isn't gonna work. Whether right. you say you cool, you're not. Mm-hmm. And when guys can do that, that's that's some that's some deep stuff because it's like you can be honest with yourself and with the other person and know where to stop it. I can't. I can respect that. So yeah, I really do appreciate I mean, guys like that. I think that's ultimate maturity. Yes. Um. And I hope to see that qual that quality in more men. I agree. Yeah. I think that was all we had on mixed messages for the most part. Stop sending mixed messages. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. I think, you know what, I just think sometimes, I think people should spend more time with themselves. I don't mean you can't date while you do that. Mm -hmm. um, you can certainly date. Right. And you can even be in a relationship. I just think we people we should spend more time with ourselves mm -hmm. and get really comfortable with ourselves mm -hmm. so that we can be honest with ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And really know like the good, the bad and the dirty. I know of myself. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I said the cringy moments. Mm -hmm. I still acknowledge it. Yeah. And I'm like get comfortable yourself to do that and that doesn't mean you are like us where we sit on a podcast and we're like we'll openly talk about our therapy whatever yeah. you don't have to do that if right. that's not where you're comfortable but be honest with yourself mm -hmm. so that you can be honest and have honest relationships with people around you and that's not just relationships that's friendships professional relationships you know mm -hmm. what I mean mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's really powerful when 
you really know yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. And I just think... And I think all your relationships flourish. I agree. Yeah. I really do. I think yeah. things are clearer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't... You know, it's not as painful to speak up. You, mm-hmm. you, you feel more confident where you at. Yeah. You feel more sure, for sh- you know, sure of yourself. Mm-hmm. There's nothing but benefits to me yeah. about doing that. And I think that could cut back on mixed mess mixed messages if, if people are really authentic with themselves and right. know where they're at mm-hmm. and either ready to deal with it or just acknowledging I'm not ready to deal with it but because of that I'm going to stay here and not involve somebody else in mm-hmm. I'm a, you know what I mean right yeah yeah I agree I agree so guys if you have any other opinions on mixed messages or ways other ways that you've responded or tactics that you find useful for dealing with mixed messages or with Bumble um <laughs> let us know as always you know keep up with our instagram for our question of the week if you have any topic suggestions or questions or you know anonymous stories that you want to send to us email us at goodgirlsbehavingbadly at gmail.com and as always this is good Be- girls behaving badly bringing you the good and the bad of every week <laughs>